Welcome everybody to the Bill House Podcast. The Bill House Podcast. The Bill House Podcast. I'm your host, Cruz, Robbie, Villanueva, alongside the beautiful... Oh, Nicole Villanueva. What's up, babes? Hello. Let's get the show started. Can't stop, won't stop. Your microphone has hair on it. <laughs> All yeah. right. Lead the charge. The charge has been led. I mean, we don't have to do an intro no more because... Oh, yeah, because we made one already. Yeah. So that's already done. So we just start talking. All right. Well, you start the topic and then we'll talk. Welcome back to another episode of Just Cruise and Holly. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first episode that we're doing in a few weeks where we don't have a guest because we've been having uh, people on. Uh, well, the episodes that we have done haven't published yet, but for the, the next longer few, episodes. Yeah. Yeah, they've been going for like an, over an hour. Yeah. Each one. Uh, but basically, for the rest of May, we have guests on the show. They're interesting, fun stories. <laughs> you gotta wake up. I'm awake. <laughs> all right. I'm not like all hype like I was the other day on Red Bull. I know. We need to start having Red Bulls right before the show. Get them motherfuckers as a sponsor. Red Bull, hook us up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but no, I, I mean, we had guests on the show and it was interesting to say the least. It, it was awesome having those guys on. It's good to hear different, like, well, a lot of the people that have been guests are people like that you worked with or grew up with outside of like me knowing, I mean, I know them through you, but like in passing, not like close friendships. Yeah. Yeah, they've been coming on, and we still have a lot more other, a lot more other, a lot of other people <laughs> planned uh, to be on the show, uh, so it's gonna be fun. So, I'm here for it. Yeah, but anyways, we still want to do st- uh, stay up to date with just the podcast between you and I, because those are always fun, and uh, people get a kick out of them. Because I'm hilarious. Because you're somewhat funny. That's rude. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this one, uh, you we actually, or you picked out a specific topic, which is near and dear to your heart. It is. I think we have, like, similar while differing opinions, if that makes sense, on this make, topic. That does not make sense. I think, like, we agree on some things, but on other things, like, we disagree. Yeah, yeah, so the topic uh, that we're going to cover. Uh, that, that we're going to talk with, about. Yeah, that we'll <laughs> talk about, and we'll probably go off on our tangents as, as usual, and going a different direction but uh it's gonna be education specifically like is education higher education worth it yeah. like at a minimum I, people should be completing high school uh, yeah. yeah i mean there's still people out there that don't uh, which is uh, it's wild to me that we're in 2023 and people still drop out of high school yeah yeah <clears> I, <throat> I don't know because it's super easy now because there's that no child get left behind program yeah. or whatever or at least in texas I don't know if that's a national thing, but like you basically can't fail. You just got to show up and turn in some work every once in a while. Yeah, I think um, I don't think it's easy. I think it's like for a kid, especially a kid that is um, like into sports or it's just in like a bad family life or something like going to school and doing all the requirements that are like levied on these young kids um it's a lot daunting but I do like I still find it um 
interesting, I would say, that people still, like, drop out of school instead of completing. Yeah. I, I, okay, so, I can see the, the kids that have, like, extenuating circumstances with, like, yeah. a hectic family life. Or maybe they're the, like, sole provider of their family or, you know, something crazy like that. Um, I, I get it. Those That happens. Mm-hmm. So, those those kids they're basically adults on already and don't have the normal problems that just any high schooler would have but on average like your average student is just they're just going to school right yeah and and just dealing with the pressures of uh, of high school and all the stupid shit that goes on in high school and so at a minimum just graduate but i mean we just had uh moy that was on the podcast and he didn't finish high school but i mean he turned to music and like and made um, it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I think now, as, like, adults in our 30s, we can look back at high school and be like, man, a lot of the shit we did was dumb. Like, the things that were our priorities then were, like, a, it was a lot of self-made stress. Yeah. Um, and the same goes, like, when we start talking about college, like, the same goes with that. But um, at the time when you're... 15 16 17 like that is your life you know like looking back from the outside you can see like the nonsensical parts of it but like when you're there it's like those are such big obstacles for you yeah I I mean that's that's your world and there was this uh the dad edge podcast that I listened to he was talking about his kids um one of his kids was going to high school and he like ran into this problem and he was like trying to convey to his to his son was like this is not the end of the world because there's so much more that happens after high school high school is just it's a small portion of your life but in that time just like you said you're wrapped up in that that world like that is your world so when you have that problem it's like crushing to your world because that's what you know. I mean, you don't know far beyond or what's going to happen in the next few years or what adult life is like. Like you have those few kids that have an idea of like high school's a joke. Like I'm getting past this for four years and then moving on. But for most kids, like it's not, that is their world. Just, I mean, it was for me, it was for you like that. That was it. And anything that happened in high school, it felt that way. Like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is the end of my world. Like this is a huge fucking problem when there's other kids that have real problems. Yeah. Like real life problems. So for me, like my freshman and sophomore year, I was like that, like everything was, um, just critical. Like, you know, like I, well, I felt that way. Um, my 11th grade year, we were, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but my 11th grade year in high school, we were mandated to take the ASVAB. Yeah. Which is the test, like the entry level test you take to get into the military. Like you, you couldn't skip out on that. If you didn't go to school that day, there was makeup days. You had to take the ASVAB, which I find very weird now. Like as a person in the military, as a parent, um, I find it very like weird. It's, it's that like, it would be mandatory. It's, it's in line with the uh, conscription almost. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like why the hell is this meant? But anyways, I took yeah. it, um, we had the Air Force recruiter at school, and I talked to him, and I kind of made my decision over lunch. Like, well, it was one of me and one of my friends at the time. We were like, we're going to join the Air Force. And um, I, like, talked to my parents about it. They were, like, hard against it. I drove to Murfreesboro, which is about an hour and some change away from where I lived at. 
um, talked to the recruiter, and I was in. Like, I was like, this is what I want. Signed up. I was in depth. And, like, my depth, well, delayed entry program, which is, like, you're going to join the military, but you're just not, like, in yet. Um, like, my debt program was pretty intense. Like, we PT'd. We had to go. We had study time. We had, like, um, partners who we had to, like, study with. Like, I guess, like, a study buddy. I don't know what you call it. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we had to learn, like, chain of command, Air Force Creed, the Air Force song, reporting statements, all that stuff. So when I, we went to basic, we were prepared. So starting like halfway through my junior year, I was like, oh, this is fucking dumb. Like, I don't yeah. I don't care about this stuff anymore because I, I can see past it. But a lot of kids don't have that foresight to be like, hey, I can see past high school. Yeah, and, and I certainly didn't. Like, that was my, – my only driving force really was, was football. And I knew college was – uh, like it was supposed to be in the cards because that's what everybody talked about. Yeah. Like the next logical step is college, right? It was either college or you joined the military and or you got some fucking factory job, warehouse job. And that was those were like the next logical, logical steps. Those were your options. And yeah. the only thing I want to do is play football. So it's like, well, the only way I can play football is by going to college. Uh, so that was like my driving force. I didn't have no foresight for any of it. Um, and then as far as class goes, like looking back at it now and like just seeing some of the curriculum that the kids go through, like some of it is, it's stupid. Like I'd rather have them learning other things like real life skills or Mm -hmm. how to navigate, um, like just the day to day of living. I wish that some of that, a lot more of that stuff was taught in school, like yeah. personal uh, finance. I wish that was taught more <laughs> in school as opposed to um, like some of the shit that they learn now, like geometry is, is great. Like trigonometry, cal- calculus, like it's cool if they know all that and they learn it, but is that really what they need? I think it's good depending on the path you want to go down. Um, like if there are certain like if you want to be a architect like you probably should go to those classes right yeah um but i mean like for me there was mandatory classes that i had to go to um that i thought were dumb like i would have rather had and i know like this is gonna rub people the wrong way and we will get to college i promise but um like one thing that I find extremely frustrating is foreign language. Like, why is that a mandatory class that every student has to take? Um, because it's very baseline, very basic. Like, the class is taught in English, which isn't, like, helping anybody out. And then it, they're, like, arbitrary fucking languages. Like, I took three years of French and could not get you around France. Like, the basic, the basis for these classes, I couldn't get you or like the basis that I learned, I couldn't get through that, you know? And, Damn dogs. and I think, um, I think that's one of the classes that could be substituted. Like you had to take it so many years in school. Like those courses could be substituted with things like personal finances, budgeting. Um, I don't know how to fucking do laundry, how to grocery shop, you know, yeah. <laughs> like just skills that I found leaving home and being an adult, like, Oh, shit. I didn't realize that, like, going to the grocery store was this daunting of a task, you know? Yeah. I mean, basic life skills, some of them that you don't learn growing up. Like, 
some kids like have responsibilities at home, but uh, until you get out on your own, you don't really realize like what goes out into it. Like something as simple as washing your clothes. Can you change a tire? Do you know that you're supposed to change your oil every so many times? Oh, damn dogs. Dogs. Um, Things like that. Uh, Learn about car insurance, uh, the bills that you have to pay. Uh, You know, there's some kids that, that, they get into that, um, but they learn it the hard way. Yeah. Like, like a not, lot of that stuff I learned not the hard from, way. Um, like someone teaching them, but because they had no option. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to college, do you think college education is worth it? <laughs> so no, unless you're specializing. So and I've said this before, like, unless you're going to be like a doctor or a lawyer, a dentist, uh, you know, one of those special, um, one of those special jobs that's like, it requires you to have that education, to have that, that baseline, that foundation to move on into whatever expertise that you're going to move into. Right, like you don't want to have a doctor that's like, oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't go to college, I didn't go to med school. Yeah, um, I don't know. I was like reading a lot about it online last night, so I do think yes. Like if you're specializing, obviously it's mandatory to go to college. Like you have to have that extra education, um, but there's like a phrase out there and I can't think of how it goes right now but something like uh you can be educated and not knowledgeable yeah and I think like that's what happens a lot of time is people go to college because they don't know what the next step is yeah and they're like oh you know I don't know how to life so I'm just going to go to college and in turn they just end up racking up hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt student loans all this stuff because one, they never learned what money is or how to budget. And two, they just don't know like what another option is other than to go to college. Um, so when I was reading about it last night, um, it says the um, for the nearly 18 million high school students that will enroll in college across the United States this year. Um, what does it say? Sorry, I'm like, I had this right. So 38.1% will leave college with over $126,000 in debt. Yeah. And that's fucking ridiculous. Not to mention that that debt is not forgivable. Like no matter what, you're paying that. If you go bankrupt, you're going to pay it. If you pass away, somebody else is going to pay it. (laughs) Oh, hold on. We're going to take a break because these damn dogs keep on barking. All right, we're back. Sorry, hotel livings for the weary. Yeah, (laughs) interruption from the dogs. They they bark at every single little noise, which is good. But Yeah, yeah, so we were talking about... um, Debt, just being unforgivable. Yeah, so, so going into college and then the debt that you have to pay, that money, like no matter what, once you get those student loans... And they give them to anybody. Like, you don't have to have yeah. any kind of credit, whatever. If you're a student, you ask for a loan, you're going to get it. Um, and then it has to be paid back no matter what. 
so you file bankruptcy, you're still paying that that debt, that loan. Um, but like you said, it's like most kids, they don't know what they're going to college for. Like they spend the first couple of years trying to figure out what they're actually interested in. And then at a certain point, some of them still don't figure it out. And they're just like, well, fuck it. I got to pick something. So I'm going to major in this. And then they stick with that for who knows how long without ever having any kind of interest in it. And then college, like, yes, uh, I like I didn't learn much in college. Like when I went to Soros, I can't tell you anything that I learned there uh, that was of any significance whatsoever. Yeah. Granted, I spent the majority of the time just partying or whatever, which is why I failed out. But whenever I did go to college and, and, or class and the classes that I did pass, like, I, di- I didn't gain anything from it. Um, like – I would have been better off just going to community college for the first couple of years, figuring that stuff out while working or doing whatever, and then move on to university. But yeah, I think, um, I think you, there's just like this weird spot in college where like you go to high school for four years and college is supposed to build on what you learned in high school. In theory, that's like how the process should work. Like, elementary school or middle school builds on elementary high builds on middle yada yada but you know when I started so I graduated 2007 in May joined the Air Force in August 2007 um and then I started college in like the ending part of 2009 I don't know somewhere in there I was pregnant with Braylon we'll say that so within the nine months from February 2010 back I started college somewhere in there And I think the biggest learning curve for me with college in general um, is like just the basis of what you have to do in college, like writing papers. I had no idea what Chicago Tribune was or APA format or any of that stuff. Like I had to learn all that as I was going, which like, why can't you teach me that shit in high school? Like I'm doing research and writing papers, but I'm more writing essays than papers in high school. Yeah. Um, but should you have taught me how to source, how to cite things, how to write in a specific format, you know, that would have helped along the way. But I was looking at this other website yesterday when I was reading about this. This is just a topic I can go down like a way rabbit hole and like super research because it's something that I'm passionate about. But um, the Forbes 400 list, which is like the 400 wealthiest people not like companies or whatever. Um, it They basically break down this chart and it says, what education do America's richest people have? And it's like a, a bar chart. So on the left side, going from bottom to top, it says self-made score. And that's like from you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth to bootstrappers. That's what they break it out. So silver spoon to bootstrappers. And then from left to right across the bottom it's high school diploma to like a professional degree so phd something like that um and basically all of the people who are not working to increase their like money at all like they just basically have to wake up and be alive that day and they have enough money to like sustain them they are like sitting flat at like college dropout 
<laughs> I mean, there's very few that have a bachelor's degree, but I mean, it is a blip in the radar. Um, and they, then there are so many successful people that, that they're they're not college graduates. Maybe yeah. they have some college, but yeah, they it's like they realize quickly or they found their interest yeah. and just like went after it. So it does talk about how that is like a common misconception where people will pick out the very few people who were successful without going to college, like the Mark Zuckerbergs or um, there's somebody else who's like infamous for not going to college. I mean, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, yeah. Um, They they like had stints in college, but they didn't. Yeah, they're like very few people who became very wealthy um, in a business without a college degree. Um, so when you look at it across like inherited wealth to the lowest level of education to like self-made, like Warren Buffett, um, Jeff Bezos, like those guys have masters or professional degrees, you know, like they are inherently wealthy, um, but they also went to college for that. Um, and so, but so my other, my question would be what were their degrees in and did those degrees apply to whatever it is they got wealthy in. Yeah, so Jeff Bezos um, has a bachelor's of science and then a master's in business. I would say that from Princeton. Um, So, yeah, and then Warren Buffett has um, a master's in business from Columbia. So, I mean, like, yeah, I would say (laughs) that. But then you look at, like... I don't um, know, Warren Buffett, he was trading stocks from, like, at a very young age before he even got to... Uh, to college like I would venture to guess like he could have gone without college and still be one of the richest people in the world he could have but I'm sure like um, you know a lot of this like people set up their own businesses and stuff and I'm not like I'm not by any means smart on business but this is where I do think like college is important but I think college is important um basically to give you a leg up in the community like whatever business you're trying to go in right so like for me when I retire in four-ish years um, looking at jobs on the outside the income that I want to make to supplement my retirement having degrees or like having college um, that income is a significant jump from someone who, like, I could go up against somebody who has 15 years experience, and I can have 10 years experience and a master's degree, and I'm going to get the job and get paid more. And I think it's more of like a, can you be committed to something? Can you be successful in what you're committed to? And are you going to work hard to complete tasks we give you? And that's how I look at it. And I know that's different. But what I do find, and this chart from the Forbes 400 will like also attest to that. If you guys decide to look it up, it's called What Education Do America's Richest People Have? You can look it up. But um, one thing I think people do, and I'm, um, I don't even know the word I'm looking for, but I have done this, is I don't know... I mean, I do, but I have continued. There is a point where, like, it's just not worth it anymore. And people just keep continuing because they think that's what you should do. Like, oh, I have an associate's degree, I need a ma- or a bachelor's. Oh, I have a bachelor's, I need a master's. Oh, I have a master's, I need a PhD. But it's like, you would be perfectly fine doing the job you're doing, getting paid a significant amount of money 
with just the bachelors. But people who aren't inherently wealthy um, and who are like the bootstrappers who are self-made, they continue to go to college because they think that's what you're supposed to do. So you have more people with PhDs who are self-made because that's just what the next step is in life when you don't know what that step looks like. So I don't know. I've done that. Like I have a lot of, I don't, I won't say a lot. I have multiple degrees, um, but really like I have no reason. Like, like I'm in school. I'm on a break now, but currently enrolled to get um, an EDD or a doctorate in education. And also it's like, but why though? So I, I get in these like stints where I'm like, but why am I doing this? Like, do I really need to finish? Ultimately for me, like it's a personal, like I want the title of doctor, but like, we'll see where it goes. Is it going to do anything significant for me to finish this degree? And the answer to that is probably no. I mean, that's why I quit on my master's because, so I got my bachelor's thinking that it would help with uh, the direction I was going with uh, exercise and, 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 uh, in fitness in general, which I was totally wrong, but still I got a bachelor's out of it. It helped me with career progression in the Air Force. So that was a plus out of it. But the the degree itself, I have not used whatsoever and I probably won't ever use. And then I started pursuing my master's, one for career progression within the Air Force, two, because after retirement, I thought it was a direction I wanted to go because it was a master's in um, teaching le- leadership. So it's like, well, I can use that once I retire and become a teacher on track to be a principal and what it's stay in education. Right. And uh, I, I realized like I, that's not what I want to do. Yeah. Like I don't want to I don't want to go into education, um, especially with just how I feel about education and my thoughts and opinions on education. I don't want to be a, uh, I don't want to go into it. I don't want to be a part of the system. So. I just, I dropped it, like I stopped and I have no plans on going back. And if I went back, it would simply be for career progression for, for the Air Force because, I mean, in records, that looks really good. And it's the same thing, just like on the outside, if you're trying to climb the corporate ladder, like, um, like you, that education helps. Like that piece of paper will put you in front of somebody else that doesn't have uh, that piece of paper and like you said you'll get more money and statistically it's proven like people with the higher education will make more money um, because they have that piece of paper as opposed to not having it so yeah and I don't know I think like one of the biggest drawbacks so again Holly check mark I think you should go to college at least get an associate's degree um I think there are things that college can give you that it builds that stepping stone to real life, right? Like you get experiences, you still have responsibilities, but they're not like overwhelming. You still have to get a job. Like there, I think there are things that are life skills you can learn through going to college. Um, If you're taking it serious, like if you're going and you're like, hey, I just want four more years to dick off. Like I think that's the wrong answer, right? And I also think that um, people are, like, really sleeping on technical technical schools. Yeah, trade schools. Trade schools, yeah. Like, those are there. Like, go out. Like, those are the skills 
that we need in the world today. Like, we need fucking plumbers, right? Because I don't want to be in there digging through my pipes. Like, you can do it and make a hell of a lot of money because I'm going to pay whatever you charge, yeah. right? Um, And so I just think that that's that people are sleeping on that but i mean that's um, what my buddy did he went to a trade school and then made a business out of it and is fucking killing it yeah so it's like the air conditioner guy yeah <laughs> i forgot his name adrian adrian um yeah. yeah so i was looking up like basically the cost of attendance to a public school this is specifically for texas just because that's where we're at and that's what i looked up um and also because i wanted to talk a little bit about we're trying to keep these short and sweet, so I don't want to go like down too many tangents. But I want to talk a, a little bit about um, the resources that are out there that people don't use. So the average cost for an in-state student to go to a public college, now this isn't a private school or anything like that, just a public college, is $25,707 in 2022. That's per year. And that doesn't include room and board. That's just your tuition. Um, and then for an out-of-state student, that jumps up to $44,014. So you're talking like over the course of a four-year degree, an in-state student would leave paying $102,828,000, 102828000 dollars and then an out-of-state student would leave at one seventy-six fifty-six over four years. It's fucking ridiculous. And college is only getting more expensive mm-hmm. when it seems like the opportunities to make money with a college degree are going down drastically and yeah. the pay is going down drastically. Like, because you have an expensive degree does not mean you're going to get a high-paying job. It doesn't. No, like... And that's another skill that I think, like, should be taught in college is fucking interviewing. Like, interviewing is not for the weary. Like, like you have to know how to interview. You have to know how to sell yourself. Writing a resume. You know, like, those are hard skills. And you can't just Google how to write a resume, you know? Like, this isn't Legally Blonde, put it on some pink paper and stand out. Like, you have to, like, actually know what you're doing. Um, and so I looked this one up as well, this like statistic, just because, um, I'm currently going to a private school and I'm not saying that to like humble brag or anything, but like, I didn't know it was a private school when I signed up to go there. I obviously didn't do that much research on this guys. I just was like, Oh, you have the degree program. I want sign me up. <laughs> but when I enrolled in Abilene Christian university, my head said, it's a university, it's a public school. And then I started getting my bills, like what's being charged to my GI bill. And I was like, damn, this is fucking wild. It's like over five grand a class. Um, And that's because it's a private university. Um, But for private or nonprofit universities, in-state students pay $54,000 per year or $218,000 over four years. It's fucking crazy. That's a house, a nice house. Yeah. And so it like goes on. There's a bunch. This is called educationdata.org if you guys want to look it up. But um, it goes on to look at um, on average in one year, students pay $3,186 in interest on their student loans. How much? $3,186 just in interest. 
while they're trying to pay off their student loans. Um, And only 60% of people with their bachelor's degree graduate within six years. So you're talking if you're a full-time student and you graduate in four years, like all you do is go to college, um, only 60% graduate within six years. So that's like adding. And 39% of students um, graduate within the traditional four-year period. That's crazy. So it's just like the numbers are crazy. But, you know, one thing, and we have also talked about this on the podcast before. I'm talking a lot and not you. So just tell me to shut up. But um, is like I have the numbers here because I looked this up too because I was curious about it. Let me change tabs. In 2022, there was $100 million approximately. Not exactly the number. But um, the Forbes article says nearly $100 million in scholarship money that was unclaimed. Yeah, it's ridiculous how much, uh, how many scholarships go unused. I mean, some of it is people just don't know about it. Yeah. And some of it is people just, they just don't apply because they don't think that they'll get them. But a lot of those, those scholarships, they go to people that apply by default. Like, hey, yeah. you were the only applicant, so here's the $1,000, $2,000 that we're giving away. So, yeah, the Forbes article, like, goes in to say, and I'm not going to, like, read it to you guys, but it essentially goes in to say, like, the big scholarships never go unclaimed. Yeah. Like, sports, academics, um, whatever the case. It's like those very niche uh scholarships that are out there that you like you kind of have to research so Forbes like lays it down in this article essentially like get a piece of paper and write down that everything write down everything that makes you uniquely you like um I was born overseas my parents are in the military um I'm Hispanic I have one brown eye and one green eye I had like all of these things, like um, those very niche things, guarantee there's a scholarship out there somewhere for it. Yeah, there's there's no telling like what scholarships you qualify for. You know the number one scholarship that's unclaimed? Which one? Number one kind of scholarship that's unclaimed? Uh, ethnicity scholarships. Yeah. And so it's like, I mean, <laughs> it just apply anyway. Like, who knows? Like, like make them reject you or not accept you or whatever. So just, just freaking apply. I don't know. Here's my take on, on college. Like, uh, it could be worth it, but for one, uh, if you plan on going to college, college is not the only way to be successful. Yeah. So get that into your brain. Like there are plenty of different options. So don't think that college is the only way. Uh, and then if you decide to go to college, like, make sure you have a solid idea of what you want to study. And it's probably going to change time and time again. But unless somebody, something is paying for your college, like start uh, like at a community college, a local college, a junior college, whatever, where you're not paying that much to go to school, but you're learning what you need to learn. You're learning your general studies. You're getting an idea of what college life is like. You're getting an idea of what you're really interested in and what's out there, um, what there is uh, to offer you and like what you can possibly get a degree in before you actually start spending those like thousands, tens of thousands, ultimately hundreds of thousands of dollars 
to chase a degree that you probably didn't want or not interested in or don't really care about. Um, so start small unless unless you absolutely know like, hey, I've been dreaming about this my whole life. I'm going to be a doctor or like I'm going to be a lawyer or like, hey, marine biology is the way I wanted to go. So that's what I'm doing. Like, cool. Like if you're dead set on that and you you have that in your mind, very few people do and chase it but other than that like start small go for scholarships because you never know what what can land you're not limited to a specific amount of scholarships mm-hmm. either um so be smart about it holly's take on a lot of this stuff is one like you don't find many doctors lawyers um and i'm not saying that they're not out there because like i for example We'll talk about myself in this, but you don't find many of these who are like first generation, first generation doctors. Like nobody in my family's ever been a doctor and I've decided I'm going to be a doctor today. Typically it's like my dad was a doctor. My grandpa was a doctor. And like you have help getting through undergrad med school. Like, like you have that basis and you know, that's what you want to do. Um, same with the military. You don't find many people who don't have anybody in their family who are in the military. Then somebody's just like, oh, hey, like I'm going to join the military. That was me. So I don't say like they're not out there, but there's just not a lot of us, you know, like, um, because there was literally, I think like my dad's sister's ex-husband was in the military. (laughs) Like he was in the air force at some point, but I don't ever remember him. I don't remember like anything about him being in the air force. I didn't even know he was in the air force until after I joined. So um, I think that those first generational aspects are there, but they're just rare to find. So if you are somebody who like your whole life, you have thought, um, you know what I want to do? I want to be a doctor or whatever. Um, What I recommend is you and I don't want to say take a gap year because I think gap years are basically a way to steamroll you into not doing what you want to do. But people are like a fan. So like, let's say you graduate in May and the college semester starts in September, which is typically like the turn time for that. Um, Take the summer and go do an internship somewhere. Like just go ask a doctor, go ask an attorney. Like, hey, can I just shadow you? Because I'm thinking about going to school for this and I want to see if it's really what I want to do before I dedicate myself to this. Um, And there are a lot of programs out there that can like set you up with people, but you could also just ask, like put yourself out there. And like the worst they can say is like, no man, like you can't be in here. But a lot of times like you will have people who just will let you shadow them maybe for like a couple days or a week. And you can see like, oh, you know what? Like this doctor thing ain't for me. I thought I wanted to like do surgery and really what I'm going to be doing is writing prescriptions for snotty noses. Like, (laughs) you know, and so I I think it's important for you to actually know what you want to do. Or if you think you want to do a trade, like, you know, Hey, I, I want to be a mechanic and I'm going to go to school to be a mechanic. And then you go to a freaking mechanic shop for a couple of days and you're like, this shit ain't for me. It's hot outside. I need some air conditioning, you know? Like, put yourself out there and ask those questions because, like, while I do think college is important, um, I don't think it's a necessity for you to do as soon as you graduate high school. I think it's always there, something you can go back to. Um, I didn't start college for a few years until after um, I joined the military, but, I mean, I've been in college for, like, a million years now, so I think 
I think there's like a, a even ground there, but I do 100% agree with if you don't exactly know what you want to do, don't pay university prices to take fucking humanities. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh yeah, be smart about it. It's never too late to go back to college too. Um like I read this article on this one dude, like he had this whole career. I think it was real estate or something like that. And uh he was like in his late 50s, going into his 60s. He decided to go back to school. To he went to law school and uh he graduated, then he passed the bar and then he opened up a practice as an or a practice. Yeah. Uh, uh as an attorney. And he just had a whole nother career just like that. I mean, it took a few years and granted he had, he had already uh, had a family and, and everything, <clears throat> but he went back and it did it. And then he was a lawyer. Like, so you can do it. Uh, it's probably not as sexy, like in your older years, but still like, if it's something that you want to do, fucking go do it. Uh, just be smart about it. Yeah. I think like, um, I don't know. I, I'm kind of in this like limbo state now and I think you're there too of like retirement's coming up fast and we do I'm not convinced that I know what I want to do once I retire like I will retire at a young age so I'll I will retire when I'm like 37 38 um and then I basically have to set up a whole new career yep like and I will be competing for jobs with like college graduates and People who are, like, fresh to the workforce, you know. Um, and so I think you get into that weird stage. Well, me specifically, like, I'm I'm super nervous about it. But I'm also, like, in that weird stage of, like, I'm super glad that I have a college degree. Because hopefully that is what will make me stand out amongst other applicants. When I say, like, you know, yeah, I have 20 years military experience. And I'm trying to go into this field. But I have no hands-on experience in that field I just have like leadership training education I have degrees things like that but basically trying to sell myself to a new workforce um going against people who are like oh yeah I just got out of school for learning how to do that job for four six years you know so I don't know it's a I think the only way that I would say to somebody like hey I think you should leave high school and go to a university and and knock out four years is if for some reason you had like a full ride scholarship like if you have a full ride scholarship go to a university go there and kill it but i think um again like mama bear holly coming out um if you cannot keep up your studies and maintain whatever you got your scholarship for i think uh you need to reassess what you're doing but who am i to make these decisions for yeah. people. Yeah. But you can put a check mark in the column of I think you should go to college for Holly. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you can't get your college paid for and you have to get student loans, I mean, just know that those student loans are there forever until you pay them. Like, there's no getting around them at all. And, uh, but I mean, if you're chasing, like, you're chasing the dream, like, the, the degree that you're pursuing is worth the student loans, then by all means do it. But yeah. just know that you got to pay that money back. For sure. So, I don't know. Yeah. So, we are going to, I'm making this decision right now. You don't know about this, so surprise. But I'm going to put a, 
poll up on our social media on whether you think college education is worth it or not. And we'll talk about the results on a later <laughs> episode of the podcast on how many of our listeners think it's worth it and how many don't. We should have done it prior to this Or one. if you have, there'll be two polls. One, do you have a college degree or don't you? And two, do you think college education is worth it or don't you? And then we'll talk about, we'll lead it out before we start another podcast. Yeah. So, so ultimately, college education, is it worth it? It depends. Yeah. It's that's not real, an option. Is, is a real answer. It, <laughs> that's, it depends. Not, that's not an option on the poll, sir. Yeah. What? All right. All right. Uh, okay. We can wrap it up there. And that's it. Oh, so these pot, uh, we'll save for the next one. Yeah. So just listen out for, for news. Um, I've got nothing else for you. We'll actually go, go visit the website at www.villehousepodcast.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Stay up to date on everything that we're doing via the website. Um, and then uh, don't forget to like us on Facebook and Instagram now. So I re- redid the Instagram page. Um, so start putting pictures and stuff for the gram. And then um, wherever you listen to us, uh, Spotify, preferably, or Apple Podcasts, or wherever it is that you're listening Give us a review, preferably a five-star review. Hook us up. Let's continue to make this podcast grow. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I appreciate, we appreciate all the love and support. Babes. Peace out, Cub Scouts. Peace out, Cub Scouts. We'll see you all next week. Later.